glory. Thank you, Heavenly Father of our glory, for the wide opening of the revelatory realm, for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the intimate knowledge of our Heavenly Father working in our hearts and transfiguring our minds. I saw the revelatory realm open wide up during that worship time. That was one of the best worship times we've ever had. You want that, joelsbar.tv, that was powerful. We're going into higher heights now. God showed me during that worship time that we're not piloting a chariot of fire, but Noah's ark, the ark of glory. And that everyone's rising up through the floods of the world to be sealed in the glory of God. And the great harvest of the one billion souls that will be sealed in the ark, riding on the floods, they all get sealed inside this ark. And they'll all rise to the ark of the manifesting sons and daughters of God that begin having their souls shine brighter than the noonday sun. That's how you lead them. If I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself, says the Lord. So he's being lifted up into, into the heavens like a solar system of glory. You're literally being drawn to the light of the Lord. As it is written, They shall no longer need the light of the sun or the moon, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its light. The light of what? The light of the ark, the light of the temple, the light of the third day church, the light of the bride of Christ without spot and wrinkle. And that light is for your brain to glow. It's for your spirit to know and for your brain to glow. And it will put you in the flow from glory to glory. From glory to glory. And you go from glory to glory by a thirst and hunger for righteousness, for that light. Adam and Eve's soul, when God breathed into Adam's soul and he became a living soul in Genesis, the Genesis of man, it wasn't just the Ruach HaKadosh. It wasn't just breath, but it was also the fullness of the glory in the brain. And there was so much glory inside Adam and Eve's brain that they weren't even aware that they had a physical body. That's where you're going as you go from glory to glory. That your spirit man is stronger than your natural man. That's called the overcoming of death. How do you grow to a place where your spirit is more powerful than your flesh? Literally. We're talking about a light being. Hebrews chapter 1 Jesus Christ is the exact representation of the invisible God and the outraying brilliance of the light being in the Amplified Classic. The light being is your Father in heaven. And Jesus Christ is the firstborn of many that perfectly model light beings. It's not New Age, it's Bible. Okay, New Age is counterfeit. None of them walk as light beings. I mean, they don't walk in any glory at all. So, none of it's real in New Age. It's all about Jesus and it's all about His Word. It's all about His Spirit, His power, His resurrection working inside your soul. And when it lifts your soul, He's the lifter of our head, Scripture says, it lifts your soul into a higher degree of glory, which is a brighter burning through the brain. It's what turns on the abilities of the glory. The glory is not just a sensation, but the person of God the Father Himself. The Spirit of glory is God Himself. You can worship the Spirit of glory. 
the Spirit of glory is God. That's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of glory. And Peter warns you, you get into the glory this deep, you become mature Christians and this kind of stuff, you will be persecuted. Because you're going against the entirety of the curse of the fall. And I was reminded, and I saw the serpent in Genesis during worship, of how Satan remembers being under Adam and Eve's feet, under these morning stars. Adam and Eve were morning stars. Where you're going is becoming morning stars, manifesting sons whose spirit is wrapping their bodies, and their bodies just get buried in the spirit of glory. Their brains just completely buried in the spirit of glory. That's how Adam and Eve lived for eternity, and time started at the fall. But the serpent remembers very clearly what it was like to be under man's foot in the beginning, before there was a curse, before there was sickness and disease, before there was poverty, before there was lust, before there was pride, before there was any sin, before there was death. Amen? And Satan resists every degree of you growing in the glory because he doesn't want to be under your feet. You have to understand that's the path of righteousness that shines ever brighter to the full dawn of your brain. The dawn of day is the glory of God in your spirit fully manifesting through your brain. Stephen with the glowing face. He had a measure of it. Throughout history, there's been thousands of saints that have been glowing. When I started out in full-time ministry in Cedar Riverside, West Bank of Minneapolis, I remember I'd pray eight hours a day and then I'd minister eight hours a night for the first 16, 18 months of Red Letter Ministries. It was spring of 2006. And after one day in prayer, I'm ministering at Hard Times Cafe, not Hard Rock Cafe, but it was the satanic coffee shop where they'd find dead bodies in the bathroom weekly with, from heroin overdose. It was, the most, it was the epicenter of drug abuse and Satanism and cults and stuff, and that's where I got baptized into full-time ministry. I did that for months and months and months. And one night in, after prayer, I went in there, and this table turns to me, and they say, Man, you're glowing. You're glowing. I could feel it. But it's wonderful when God opens people's eyes and they can literally see the Shekinah burning off of you. Everyone is going to see the glory burning off of you. God is removing the scales from everyone's eyes. And once they see the glory, they can then choose this day whom they serve. Before that, they're in ignorance. The God of this world has blinded the hearts of unbelievers. So, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. They don't have an apostolic witness of the glory cloud. So there's no judgment, there's no punishment until they see the glory. And listen, when they see the glory, most of them will receive it because it's heaven on earth. It's the goodness of God. It's the curse-free zone. It's again putting the serpent of everything that hurts you underfoot. All death, all hell, every evil spirit, every spirit of infirmity, every spirit of divorce, every spirit of lust, every spirit of pride, all the seven principalities of the seven mountains underneath your feet in the glory. That's where we're going. You have to rise in the living waters to be sealed in the glory. You go from glory to glory by drinking the river. You literally swim upstream like salmon spawning. And you see this, and you go all the way to the source of the living waters. And Genesis 2.10 calls it the four river heads. And what are they? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Lion, eagle, ox, and man. The eternal gospel, the wonderful four-faced man of Ezekiel, Jesus Christ. So you drink until you know him face to face, and it cleanses you internally, and he's formed within you. 
2 Peter 1.19 is pretty much one of my favorite verses in the Bible. And we also have the prophetic word <clears throat> made firmer still. This prophetic word, what does it make firmer still? Your spirit. <laughs> Literally. So your spirit is gelling and your spirit becomes more real to your mind than your natural man. So you can feast on the prophetic word. It's called your daily bread. It's not just, let me go get a prophetic word from a prophet. It's that word mixed with your spirit. When it's energized, it's prophetic because it's active. It's living. The living word is the prophetic word. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And it's drinking that new wine dipped in bread. The bread dipped in new wine. The blood and the bread. The flesh and the blood of the new covenant that energizes your spirit. Man, that's the food for your spirit so that your spirit gets firmer still until you have no awareness of your natural man. And listen, you're still going to be dressed in your natural man. I mean, all the angels are wearing a million dollars in clothes. They're wear, wearing gem, gems, emeralds, diamonds, rubies. I, you, you have no grid for heaven whatsoever until you start letting your spirit get firmer still in the prophetic word. When you start tasting of the gems of wisdom, when you start putting the gems of the Word of God into your belly and your heart comes alive and the eyes of your heart are illuminated and the eyes of your heart will rise, your spirit will rise, and that's what lifts your soul. And as you lift your soul, your brain starts to glow. And there's no cap on how much you glow. So even if you keep glowing and say you're you know, perfect, like Jesus is perfect at the right hand of God, you could still keep manifesting more. You can keep manifesting more until there's not a drop of sin on planet Earth. That nothing dies anymore on Earth. You can transfigure creation. God loaded you with Himself. You are born of the incorruptible seed of the Word of God that cannot sin. But it's a seed, and the drinking of the river of life causes the roots to take place, and the roots go deep into your innermost being, and through the gate of your innermost being, in your belly, you tap into the Father's garden in the third heaven called Eden. And out of Eden flowed a river and watered the garden. And it's by your roots of your seed of the Word of God planted in your belly, in your spirit, that goes through your innermost being. And that's what opens the seven seals. That's what drowns the seven mountains. In Jesus Christ's first coming, the mountains dripped. In Jesus Christ's second coming, the mountains drowned. <laughs> you know, the only seven mountain mandate is the drowning of them by Mount Zion, liquid glory, dripping from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And there will be absolutely nothing left of them in the days to come. So these are the days of Noah. Matthew 24, 37. For it will be exactly like it was in the days of Noah, when the Son of Man appears. Luke 17, 26. The same things that happened in the days of Noah will take place in the days of the Son of Man. 2 Peter 2.5 And he did not spare the former world in the days of Noah, when he sent a flood to destroy a depraved world, although he protected Noah, the preacher of righteousness, along with seven members of his family. So, the only ones protected are the ones in the ark. These are the days of Noah. Everyone outside the ark will be utterly destroyed. Now, the harvest is everyone coming into the ark. 
And how do they come in? By the preaching of righteousness, which is the teaching and the preaching of the fullness of the fivefold ministry that brings forth the perfection of Christ through men and women called the sons of God. The perfection of Christ formed in men and women and the fullness of the fivefold ministry is the preaching of the sons of God. It's also called in Revelation the seven thunders. It's a perfect prophetic voice of God the Father's will with the full backing of His power and authority and all the two-thirds of the angels that obey His word. That's what thunder is. You can go from just eating little scraps when you were infants in Christ. A lot of us came out of places of malnourishment and starvation where there was never enough food to keep your spirit more powerful than your flesh. And we'd have all kinds of sin because we we're so weak and so feeble. But you can keep feasting until you start eating thunder and start drinking lightning. The thunder and the lightning of His throne is literally the sons of God food. I got born again in liquid lightning. It felt like 10,000 watts of electricity surging through me October 15, 1999. And God said to me in the audible voice of God, I will make you more high than all the drug addicts and I'll make them jealous of how high I get you. So it's all about getting high on the thunder and the lightning, the strongest release of the word and the wine of the new covenant and available. Sons of thunder, sons of lightning, sons of God that are one with the Father. And everything inside them has been sanctified by the word. They have no agenda. They have no will. There's nothing. That, their ministry, they don't even consider themselves having, they're servants of the Father. <laughs> Red letter ministry, it's just, no, it's being a servant of the Father. All that matters is the Father. And the Father being formed in the sons and daughters called the nations. And whoever is willing to have the sons and daughters of the nations have the Father formed in them, that's who we serve. And the ones that are really hungry, they'll get really fed and they'll grow really fast. I saw Revelation 10.1 during worship also. It was a powerful time today. Revelation 10.1 talks about the angel with the rainbow of a halo. A halo of a rainbow of an angel, which I believe to be the mind of Christ. The rainbow of the Ark of Noah is the seven spirits of God, which is Christ, the messianic anointing, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord, and the spirit of the Lord. It's the seven spirits of God. God's sevenfold Holy Spirit, but knowing the, the Holy Spirit in the fullness of who He is as a person is knowing the Holy Spirit as the seven spirits of God, and then you have a rainbow, angel, halo. It's the mind of Christ. Seven spirits of God. And it rises in your spirit. It's inside the salvation package of the seed of the Word of God because that's how Jesus lives. So that's how you live as that seed blossoms by eating the prophetic Word. Eating thunder. That's why people accelerate so fast when they come into sonship teaching and preaching is because <laughs> it feeds your spirit so much that you could grow more in three days with the sons than 300 years in the inner court. And so people in the inner court are freaked out. They don't even know what to do with it. They have to condemn it. Otherwise, it just exposes their whole ministry is illegitimate. They'd have to basically start over and build on the solid rock. And many will. Many will humble themselves. People are looking for power. People are all about the gifts. And people are all about, you know, the charismatic conferences and revival, revival. And that's great. That's hunger. That's thirst. God will never quench that. God's not going to discipline anyone's hunger or thirst for more. And there's so much more. The so much more can be extremely intimidating, though, if you come from human shelters. 
Because when you come up into the thunder, into the lightning, into the angel rainbow halo, it's an open Eden paradise. You're literally entering Eden. You can live in Eden in the new covenant. Your soul can be sealed in, in Eden. And you get your soul submitted to your spirit. You go right through your spirit, right through your innermost being. And it's going down that you actually go up because you're sacrificing your flesh of your carnal mind, your brain, to your spirit, to Christ in your spirit. And that's what lifts you up into the heavenly places. The 144,000 are those that are fully lifted up to take their glorious throne in the second heavens, in the heavenly places. Those principalities are thieves. The seven mountains and the tops of the seven mountains, the seven, they're all thieves. They steal, kill, and destroy. But when the sons and daughters of the living God rise in full spiritual stature, they will take their place in the heavens as a throne, Revelation 5.10, and they will rule from the angelic heavenly sphere for a thousand years. That's the 144,000, the sons of God. It's the government of God of Mount Zion. It's the top of Mount Zion, the people fully fortified in the Father's glory by the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the intimate knowledge of Him, and they take their thrones in the heavens and they rule over the nations for a thousand years. What has been there? The principalities and powers have. Thrones and dominions of spiritual wickedness have been holding on to your birthright until the time of maturity. When you grow up, you're actually taking over the world. That's why there's so much warfare against your souls to not grow up and to stay infants because you will never have a throne in the second heavens as an infant. You'll never clear out the heavens only in the seven spirits of God and the angel rainbow halo of the mind of Christ burning through your brain, glowing in your brain, a glowing burning skull and your whole body wrapped in glory. Will you ever take your rightful inheritance in the heavens and the Holy Spirit will teach you? And those that have gone before you, the pioneers and the forerunners, and the power and the spirit of Elijah, they will teach you. They sing the song of Moses, the apostolic will teach you. The sons of God walk in the fullness of the fivefold ministry, so it will teach you and raise you up into the perfection of the faith. And there shall be unity of the brethren above the earth. It's not going to be on the earth. What are the inhabitants of the earth where Satan has been thrown down to you? Well, we don't live under the dust of the earth. We don't live as mere men and women anymore. Otherwise, Jesus died in vain. We live as angel-like sons of God. Spirit first, soul second, body third. A tripart being. And the spirit is primary, and the flesh counts for nothing. You just get to have fun. It's your connection to the terrestrial plane to terraform the earth with the glory of the third heaven by intimacy and revelation and wisdom and knowledge of Him, which is called the Word of God, the prophetic Word working in your spirit. Wisdom and revelation working inside you, renewing your mind and persuading and convincing your mind that it's all true what is written in the Word. Even the sons of God interpretation of the word. It's important because you have to believe at a sonship level, even though it's not taught in any building made by human hands, any Bible college, or anywhere in the world. You have to come out of the box of Jezebel, out of the box of the limitations of the human brain, of applying Christianity to your brain's ability. And listen, the brain can do signs and wonders. The brain can do miracles and healings. The brain can do altar ministry that is so fascinating that you'll have your own TV show. But none of it impresses the Father. What impresses the Father is the formation of Himself under your skin. That you're a light being. And once you're a light being, listen, you're not worried about impressing human beings. You're worried about impressing the Father. 
because you have fear of God before your eyes, and you know every degree of glory what you've had to sacrifice of yourself to have a greater measure of the Father formed inside you. So none of the charismatic stuff really impresses a true Son of God. Anyone going into maturity is impressed by the formation of the Father, which is true Christian maturity. John the Baptist was the most mature Jew in the world and never performed any signs and wonders. Jesus said he was the most righteous prophet who had ever lived. So what we think is mature is often not mature in the eyes of God, especially in this current charismatic church that is so impressed with words of knowledge and miracles and healings. They'll, they'll accompany it. There will be tremendous healing, but it's not going to come in the altar ministry that you thought it would. It's going to come with floods. It's going to come with rivers, and it's going to come from thrones of the most powerful men and women that have ever walked the earth, the sons of God, sons of lightning and sons of thunder. And it's going to come effortlessly, like the train of their robe, filling cities with glory out of the overflow of the intimacy with their Father. While they're in Eden, their body is manifesting that glory from the third heaven onto the earth. And cities will be glorified just in the overflow of these ones that are perfectly intimate and submitted to God the Father's kingship and lordship. God the Father is a Father of lords, which means He's the priest of all priests. The Father is a priest, and the Father is the great King. He's the Father of all kings. He's the Father of all royalty. And that's all He desires is for you to grow in His royal power, to have more intimate knowledge with Him, for your inner man to overcome your brain and wrap your outer man in His armor, the armor of the Ancient of Days. Daniel chapter 7. And the Ancient of Days was seated, and the books were open, and it was judgment. And it's judgment upon these seven mountains. It's judgment upon the principalities. It's not judgment for the sons and daughters. It's promotion and inheritance from all the hell on earth you've endured in Babylon the Great. <laughs> this is the flood that takes out Babylon the Great. This is the true new world order that you need to be worried about. That's the only thing you need to even care about is what your Father in Heaven's doing. You don't need to worry about what the Illuminati is doing. You don't need to worry about what secret societies are doing. You don't even need to worry about what Democrats are doing. You need to worry about what God the Father is doing because He's sovereign. And there's men and women here that walk with Him and really going after perfection and full spiritual stature that have no agenda and only want His will done on earth, which means they will bring the floods. They will walk in the mark of the high calling. They will drown regions. They will drown the pyramids of all man's building. They will drown the seven mountains. They will usher in the return of the king. <laughs> they will demonstrate his sovereignty. They'll demonstrate his power and authority effortlessly. They'll make it look stupid easy because it's because we walk in this because there's so much grace. We're talking about measures of grace the church has not known is available. Measures of grace that would be like persecuted. That you can't have that much grace. Who said there was a cap on the spirit of grace from the throne of grace? The spirit of grace is the river of life. The throne of God is the throne of grace. Who told you you couldn't drink and be drunk and become the most blessed people on earth by the favor of the Lord, the spirit of grace from the throne of grace? Who has robbed you of your inheritance? 
Who has stolen from you? Who has said you can't be that blessed, can't be that healthy? Who has said you had to have a, a Job story? Come out of Job. <laughs> Come out of the wilderness, leaning on your beloved. Start drinking off your bridegroom king. Wise virgins, full of oil, overflowing in oil, sealed in the marriage chambers. I know there are people here that are early to the marriage supper of the Lamb that are already feasting like He's already returned. You don't have to wait. You can start today and start feasting and grow in your thirst, grow in your drinking, grow in your eating of the prophetic word and the spirit of prophecy and get as strong as you want every day. It's an open feast of as much as you want every day from God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the sons of God in the river of life. We love you guys. Be blessed. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. Support this ministry. All of our ministry is taken care of by your support. So if you want this ministry to grow and reach more people, pay the workers that are working on your souls. A workman is worth his wages in full. And James chapter 5 says God partners with people to pay the workers. We're not just paid by God. We're paid through people who partner with God. And God will increase your payload as you partner with God and pay the workers, building up your spirit and transforming your souls. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.